Welcome back, listeners, to our final episode of Series 2, JCOS Presents Sound Sociology. In this final episode, we're going to be looking at what is the welfare state. Um, welfare state is described as a system in which the state takes responsibility for protecting the health and the welfare of our citizens and meeting their social needs. The state does this providing services and benefit. In the UK, we have a welfare system which was created as a form of a safety net to protect our most vulnerable members of our society, those who may not be able to have an adequate level of income, healthcare, education or housing. Some of the most common services provided by our welfare system is the following. The NHS, for example, uh, provides various healthcare related services such as GPs, hospitals, opticians, dentists. These are funded by central government and from national taxation. The way that our NHS works is by individuals doing their paid jobs and then a form of tax is taken out of that income or salary which helps to pay for the free at point of service NHS. We also have things like welfare benefits. Uh, National insurance benefits is one of those. This is contributory benefit. To qualify for them, people must have paid sufficient contributions into their national insurance scheme. For example, people paid employment pay part of their earnings into the national insurance scheme. If they become unemployed, they're entitled to claim the national insurance benefits they're provided they have paid enough contribution. A current example of national insurance benefits include job seekers allowance or the state retirement pension. Whilst many people will complain about the level of the amount of national uh, national insurance we have to pay, that national insurance uh, allows us to have the services that we have in place. for example, within America, such systems don't exist, which means things like healthcare are privatised and have to be paid for by the individual. It's not like the UK, where it is free at the point of service. This does create a controversial point because it creates a debate around, around a, an idleness and feckless subculture who might be seen as constantly unemployed and living off these benefits. A second type of welfare benefit is the non-contributory benefits. These are designed for people in financial need who are not paid enough to contribute to national insurance contributions. So they might receive things like income support or child tax credits. There's also local benefits. Uh, For example, Lambeth or Oldham Council. Uh, uh, They include housing benefits, education benefits, such as free school meals. The whole issue with the welfare state is it creates a debate between whether it is right to have it, whether we should have it, and whether people need to be taking more responsibility. But the reality is we have a welfare system and it is there to to act as a safety net to support those who potentially find themselves in situations where they can't. The government tried to reduce the number of people in poverty by state provisions of financial support through selective benefits. Selective benefits target those who are of greatest financial need um, on the basis of a means test. Means testing establishes that a person is in need before they receive the financial help. Whether or not the claimant qualifies for means tested benefit and how much they receive depends on their income and savings. 
for example, there might have been people, or there might be people who have lost their jobs, and if they are deemed to have uh, a suitable um, amount of savings, they won't be given um, support by the government because those savings will be seen as a way that they can support themselves whilst they look for a new job. Um, <clears throat> the problem is, is that it creates what sociologists call a poverty trap. Um, this is because an increase in income may reduce benefits to which people are entitled. Uh, an unemployed person who receives means-tested benefiting benefit could get a wage rise but be no better off or even worse off, and now they've earned too much for the qualify for the benefits. Therefore, they're in a poverty trap. And the same goes for the original example I said. That person might end up using all of their savings but find no job or through not lack of trying, which then means they then become reliant on the benefit system. Those in need may not actually claim the benefits to which they are entitled because the claims process is so complex and intrusive, means testing actually ends up discouraging people from even going for it, which in turn creates a kind of unaware or um, dark figure of who is actually living in poverty. Recently we have seen our welfare system uh, change to universal benefits uh, which are not means tested and are less likely than selected benefits to be stigmatised. In the past child benefit was available to anyone who was responsible for a child regardless of their income. Now people on high incomes currently over £50,000 a year may have to pay a tax charge. As a result some people have opted out of getting child benefits. Another way of addressing poverty is through the introduction of a national minimum wage or a national living wage. Employees who break the law but not by not paying the correct hourly rates are named and shamed. In August 2016, the government published a list of 197 companies who didn't do this. All of this content in today's podcast is part of what I would describe as small mark questions. So I would urge you to ground this knowledge and look back over your exercise books and have a go at the following small mark questions. Describe what sociologists mean by poverty trap, three marks, and identify and explain one reason why government might use means-tested benefits, four marks. For now, I'll say happy revision, and I'll see you on what will be the new series of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology. See you then.